Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. A new year is a new chance to focus on you. You're probably already picturing yourself struggling at the gym, but not all self-help has to mean suffering. Squeeze.com is making it easier than ever to elevate your wellness by delivering a juice cleanse right to your doorstep. It's the easiest juice cleanse you'll ever do that may aid in weight loss, eliminating bloating, clearing your skin, boosting your energy levels, improving sleep, and breaking bad eating habits. Meet all your health goals from the comfort of your home. Get free same-day local delivery or fast free delivery nationwide with code WONDERY today at squeezed.com. Welcome new listeners to the Todd Glass Show. Before we get going, here's some stuff you should know To tell if it's a bit or the truth from Todd If he says potato salad or swear to God Those expressions are comedic, little darling If Todd means the truth, he always says to George Carlin And on the topic of bits, let's erase any doubt Todd's almost always joking when he says edit it out The intro goes long You know the Podcasters Association Voted the Todd Glass Show with number one So welcome to the show Wow This is going to be the shortest opening Because today's show explains itself You know, I have a guest You know, it's Blake Wexler And he was great He was a great first guest And I'm excited to reach out to, like, already, you know, now that it worked last week and we got it all figured out out there, hopefully, or you wouldn't be hearing this, um, reached out to Rory, he's the week after next, James Adomian, just like, you know, Aristotle, Eric uh, Calver, uh, you know, get some trumpets in here with J.J. uh, Kirkpatrick or Gabe Steiner. Look, the list goes on and on, but all those people that we're craving to be around and uh, some new people, too. So when you listen to today's show, uh, uh, you, 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 you explains everything. And by the way, I am going to say, you know, I think like a lot of things, I was uneasy to go on Cameo too. I just didn't really understand it. And now I'm loving it. You know what I end up doing? Because I don't want to just go, hey, Mary, Lisa said that, you know, hey, uh, Jonathan, your dad. I, I, people give you a few uh, guidelines. They tell you what they want. And then I just... It's easier for me to do six or seven minutes than it is to do a minute. So I just sort of do a mini podcast for whoever you're telling me to, uh, you know, telling give me some details. And then I do just like a mini podcast and I enjoy it. So um, there you go. That's a plug for Cameo. Um, and I think that's it. So, oh, yeah, one last thing and then I'm going to throw it to the show. Um, there's a comedian his name is Alex Hooper, and I see Alex bump into him at the Improv or the Comedy Store a lot. And he's always, he's a funny guy, and he's always super nice. 
And those are the type of people I try to throw some love to. So, uh, you know, these are the favors I ask of the podcast. Uh, we don't charge for the podcast, but whenever... And you do it, and you make me proud. But uh, he is on America's Got Talent. It's September 1st at 8 o'clock. America's Got Talent, September 1st, 8 o'clock. And you can vote up to 10 times. So go watch it and laugh. Or if you don't want to watch it, just go vote 10 times. That's like... It doesn't even cost you anything. And even... Maybe it does cost you something. I don't think it does. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. So uh, go throw some love Alex Hooper's way. And um, that's it. So you're great. Aristotle, you, you beautiful beast of positivity. Uh, roll in the show. It's a solo Todd Glass show. The only guest is the host. And Todd is the host. Wow. Tonight is exciting beyond belief because, truth, because we have a guest. And I don't know why I didn't think about this a little while ago. Um, I did it. There's an overhang in my backyard. Though There's a deck on the second story. So that creates an overhang for me. And it feels like it's inside, but it's outside. And... I have a long table in between us. It's around 9, 10 feet. And I've social distance under here before. Had people over. It's very, very, very safe. I thought, I'm going to move the podcast over to there. A temporary one. So today, it took like three hours. I set it all up. It looks good. Even I used all the cloth, old-fashioned looking cords. And it's a simple setup. I have a, an old amp that I plugged the headboard, the keyboard, the um, iPad into and secondary mic because, you know, I got to have that. And then we got a big old torch going in the middle. Yeah, Blake Wexler sitting on the other side. He'll be, he'll be here in a second. He's actually not here yet. Blake is not here yet, if I must be honest. George Stephanopoulos. Um, but I wanted to set the scene because he's the first guest. He's the first guest. I couldn't be happier. I wanted everyone to picture what it's like. Blake's on one under other end of the table. The table's nine feet long. I'm all the way on the other end. We got a torch in the middle. Like I said, we're outside. There's a fire going to our right. And, uh, I put the big fan on. Over in the distance, like it's a huge fan, so maybe it would create some white noise in case my neighbors are eavesdropping. Look, I talked enough, so here's what I did. We both are going to start. We're going to start with a cold washcloth. Now, let me tell you about the cold washcloth. You know what? I'm going to tell you on the other side. I'm going to tell you on the other side. I've talked enough, so I'm going to bring in some music. Blake and I are going to do a cold washcloth. It was only in the freezer for... Maybe 20 minutes, but it gets cold, and it stays cold for a while, and it does a lot. I don't want you to lie to me, Blake. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're like, oh, it was good, it was good, but is it, do, does it, well, let's, 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 and I heard this song. Somebody sent me this song. I wish I knew, that it wasn't on the actual email, which I only realized five minutes ago, but they said, if you don't like this song, something like, then you have no heart, but it's, um, it's a Burt Bacharach song, but this is a, I'll find out who the musician is, does a cover of it. I'm coming in halfway. 
but I'm going to shut up. I'm going to celebrate the first guest back on a podcast. It's very exciting. And uh, we're going to bring the song in, and we're going to do a cold washcloth. What if I got better looking after using that? Like I took the <laughs> I took the towel off my face and it's like, oh my god, what? That Boy. was great. I like that more than a hot towel. Well, it's I said that the other day, and it depends what it's like out. Obviously, if it's bitter cold out, that hot towel is going to do <laughs> right. it. The what I like about this. That was only in there for 20 minutes. I almost like to make it where you have to break it apart a little bit. And it's mm-hmm. if you do it that way, it stays cold for like... Like that was only in there a short period. But if you keep it in there for like 25 minutes, you have to break it apart. It stays cold for literally 10 minutes. Yeah. So you can like f- put it on your face almost when it's too cold and then put it under your neck. The neck p- thing was gr- when I saw you put it on the back of your neck. I'm like, oh, I'll do that to be polite. I don't know if that's going to do anything for me. That may have been my favorite part. Yeah, back of the neck. It's because when it's already seems not cold anymore, it is to your neck. So it's yes. a last. But it, it and then you find the two cold corners and you press it in on your eyes. Mm-hmm. It probably literally is getting rid of puffiness. Yeah, uh, and you feel it. You feel it in your skin. Is that what this section's called? Two cold corners. Two cold corners with dog glass. <laughs> yeah. nah, I was going to reach for a little j- whistle or a bell. But it, it brings your body temperature down. You can put it on your wrist for three, a minute if oh. you want. And just, just it, it, takes, it, it really forces huge deep breaths out of you. It's mm-hmm. overwhelming. That's how cold I like to get it. And uh, I feel clean. Yeah, it feels too. good. And then it works. It works on after you're all done. Even though it's not hot, it does like you just said. Work on the literal. Okay, I'm done with it now on my face. You, you do your hands last. Yeah. And you go. Oh, it gives you. It feels like you got a really good cleaning out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So I got a little cold bottle of tequila. Yes. And I know you're you you can't. Right. But, um. Well, because I'm driving, I'm not allergic. Yeah, what if that was my fear? You know, yeah, you're allergic to tequila. <laughs> I'm allergic to tequila. So you have, you're gonna have a beer or two. Yes. So yeah, your choice was, but we'll do the sentiment of it. Yeah, of course. And uh, let's. Shoot, uh, Todd, thank you. Uh, I do want to say this is so nice, and uh, also 
you know, it's, I feel like we're generally comfortable with the same things in terms of uh, COVID, social distancing, et cetera, et cetera. And this, uh, not a lot of people that I would trust and not just give a laundry list of like, here's what I want, here's what I'm comfortable with. But <laughs> I knew that we were so on the same page and then some, you know, like where this is a uh, super safe feeling outdoors but also you didn't sacrifice any of the coolness or atmosphere you know and it's so explain uh, what's there's uh, where blake is sitting you can look into uh my bedroom and up right. on the wall well i don't want to give you financial advice but during a pandemic i know you haven't been touring you did have a uh, what looks like to be a 200 gallon fish tank installed oh no into blake, your wall. Blake, blake, blake that's a video what that's a video you don't have no i don't have that and by the way it's funny you say that because right. Even if I had that money, I was saying the other night, you're looking at tortured fish. Yes. This, you're looking at fish in the, where they belong. Right. In the sea. In the sea. And it's gorgeous. I hope that's what this is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, It's really cool. It's yeah, a good... And it's you. It's gigantic. And it's like staring at a saltwater aquarium. <laughs> and can you believe that's in nature? It's, cra- it's like a coral reef. With tropical fish. So yeah. it's not just those ugly flounders that lay on the bottom and mooch off the earth. <laughs> no, it's, it's salt- pretty fish. It's, it's cool pretty. fish. And there's deep, deep yellows and deep, deep blues. Yeah. And then these crazy fish. When you're on mushrooms, and uh, look, it's good right. when you're having a cup of coffee or a, an ice water, mm-hmm. whatever your thing is, whatever your beverage that you've come comfortable with. Right. Um, some people, because they've had to com- com- be comfortable, whatever that beverage mm-hmm. is, whether it be alcoholic or non alcoholic. You sit on the sofa, or in, and you watch that. You will get to, uh, you will get to an amazing place. What would but you? on mushrooms, it's a little better. <laughs> ah, well. I squeezed it in there. <laughs> what if? What if I did take the shot and, as a chaser, I just squeeze the rest of the water out of the towel into my mouth, <laughs> <laughs> just not knowing that that's a clearly weird thing to do. <laughs> Can I, you know, like, I want to respect, because I'm not that guy, but just yeah. for the sentiment, because it is it is a special night. Yes. I almost want to set. why don't you just open your little thing of tequila and just, you know what I mean? Like, yes. take nothing. That way we both, we're both. I love that. I didn't yeah, realize yeah, yeah. that I didn't, that I don't have to drink the whole thing. Well, you don't have to, <laughs> even half of it. I right. would feel more comfortable if you just, you know, you did, I call it for the sentiment of it. Of course. When wine used to give me headaches. I, and I didn't drink wine that often, but whenever anyone was serving wine, it always felt special. You know, it was like, oh, we're having wine. So I th- always would say for the sentiment of it. Yeah. And I would have a little sip of wine. Now I can drink, not that I do that often, but <laughs> I can drink wine and I don't get headaches. So I just, I wanted to overset the scene. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, we know what we're talking about here. No, it's great. Also, I was going to, I was laughing. I almost, you just said. Why did I put that in there? I thought he was still singing a song I like. I'm sorry, Blake, and I cut you off for that. No, no, it was worth it. Um, I In the age of, oh, you don't want to touch anything that anyone else has touched, and you had this beautiful speech about sentiment, to, uh, to truth, I couldn't get the lid off. With my, I, I wasn't strong enough. And to you get put the, it in your mouth? No, 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 no. I was able to do it. I, I thought I was going to have to ask you to open it for oh. me. <laughs> You'd feel like uh, it's yeah. stupid, but you feel yeah. embarrassed. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, oh, I can't open this, but I can't ask Todd. Yeah. So how the hell? Uh, 
give me give me that over here. Yeah. You know, you always try to put on that face like it's mm-hmm. no work at all. Even if right. it's pretty fucking hard, you're like put your face on that's like Yeah, <laughs> just straight face. Yeah, you're you're like doing something else while you're opening it. You're like going, Oh, is this a new show? <laughs> Meanwhile you're like <laughs> Sir, there's blood pouring out of your hand. Ah, that's just it. because uh uh <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so um so anyway, yes, to I, I I even for people listening, you know, we talked about this before we started and Look, sometimes you get yourself into fake arguments, and that's dangerous, but sometimes they're legitimate because mm-hmm. you're going to get into situations, and you have to answer to certain things, so you sort of get it in your head the way you want to say it. And mine, for anybody, even some of my family, that I'm look, there's people that are, how do you want to put it, stricter than me, Yeah. and, and, and there's people that are not as strict as me. Whatever your social circles, are, if, if you're all in agreement, you're, it's great. Mm-hmm. So, but but sometimes when you're stricter, and in my situation, I get it, with my family, I'm the stricter one. And sometimes I think they might be going, oh, Jesus, you know, you got to live, you know. And I go, oh, here's my answer to that. I am. I have to touch certain things. I have to do certain things to live and do them and not, and I don't go scared. I don't go to the supermarket petrified. I just do it as safe as I can. So if you want to ask me, do you think, that there is coronavirus on the groceries because I wipe every single thing off as I bring it in the house. If you want to think, and you expect me to go, yeah, there is a absolutely good chance there is. That's not the answer you're going to get. Do you think there's corona on my groceries? Do I think it? Uh, probably, absolutely not. Probably a, a absurd small chance that that's how I would get it, mm-hmm. let's say. That's, that's how I would get it. Right. So why do it? Because I can. And there's other things I can't prevent. So I just... When people are coming over here, you know, I like having stuff out. I like having drinks out. It's not because I'm lazy. But the less shit that I have to touch that you're going to be putting your hands all over, the safer night we have. That's why you brought your own water. You brought mm-hmm. two beers. I have the microphone sanitized, the cord, everything. The pillows you're on, everything. I just clean the fuck out of it, and I stay over here, and you're about nine feet away, and we're going we're gonna to have a great time. Yeah. Yeah, I'm already enjoying myself. This is I, great. That was a long rant, but I've uh, seen longer. Yeah, yeah, you have. <laughs> it's like why? Well, so have here's a what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get. That's a cold opening. I mean, yeah. Blake, you talk about a fireside chat. Look at that fire crackling over there. It is literally people throw that term around. We are chatting by the side of a fire, so it is quite literally that. I'm gonna be so glad. This is all in the cold opening T- tonight. What are we gonna do? We're gonna play name that cause song on a kazoo. Ah. Oh. Kazoo. Is that kazoo? Yeah. Kazee. We have a huge fan in the background. I'm going to trust our listeners. I shouldn't even have told you about it, but like, you know, is, is that okay with you? Because that makes us a lot more comfortable right. here. Like we can talk. It, it's a, it's like a, it's like, it's like a fan. It's like two and a half feet in, in, in a circle, you know, right. in the center, it's two and a half feet. Well, by big fan, you mean there's a, a six foot seven, 300 pound guy who loves your podcast. Yeah, he saw my there. show and yeah. he's been coming by. He loves it. And he says, if anyone bothers you, I'm over here. Mm-hmm. He goes, I'm a big fan. I'll take care of you. I walked in, I'm like, that is one of the biggest fans I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, you thought I meant a fan fan. Oh, like a mechanical no, thing. No, a mechanical fan. Oh, no, that's no. Chuck. That's actually a good idea to get a big fan. <laughs> right, listen. <laughs> I'm already sweating for no reason. No, I'm not. I just said that Mm-mm. to say it. So that's the white noise that we can have a normal conversation. So what we're going to do is, that is a cold opening. That yeah, was a cold on. towel. I'm going to give us something to come out of this, and you're not going to believe it. This is We're going to start the show, but I got I to pick something good. You will. You know that woman that's 
sings downtown and she sings it operatic. She became real famous. Oh. When you're alone. Yeah, yeah. They have an interesting story about her we're going to talk about oh, later. Todd, one of the fish just jumped out of the tank. <laughs> I'm on mushrooms. <laughs> or whatever drug would cause a hallucination like that. I got it. Don't give up on me. These cold openings have to be very well planned out. You know, you have to do it right. You talk. It's true. You, you just can't be these people that think, oh, Todd goes in the cold openings. And while that happens, me and you are going to, I'm going to get a little fresh air and do the shot. And we're going to come back in with a, with a, with a, with a fucking show, baby. Two. With the Fireside Chat, with Blake Wexler, Blake Wexler is here, everybody. I know you're listening. Oh, you know you're listening. Oh God, that's we get laugh. You gotta laugh. You gotta laugh. <laughs> oh God. Mm, wow. We faded out. We faded out. Oh wow. Blake. Yes. I'm. What I want to do tonight is not be afraid of the quiet. Mm -mm. Like it's got a, that opening. It's all out of the way now. Oh, now we all can have that noise <sighs> that they make me do. Aristotle, big openings. He is a sick person. May I say that? He listens to the show, by the way. No, well. He can't say anything about him. He texts me. Hey, watch your mouth. He is actually one of the most empathetic, sweet people I've ever met. Yeah. I love Aristotle. Aristotle. I'll say it. Hey, you know what? Speaking of sweet, empathetic people, you talk about... Excuse me for one second. Yeah, of course. Oh, speaking of sweet, empathetic people, uh, the Republican National Convention was the other night. <laughs> Did you watch it? <laughs> hey, a lot of their thing is, you know, it's... I, I don't know. Comedians... I did not watch. I I, I didn't, I didn't watch either. It, yeah. But I heard I heard a lot of the sentiment was somebody was literally saying that we do not have a problem with racial intolerance and we don't have a racial problem. And the Me Too movement is like, and there's a lot of comedians that don't like that, don't like Donald Trump, don't like anything. There's comedians that think mm -hmm. they think yes that the they'll, they'll preface it. But they're, they're overwhelmingly feel that all they they talk about more is how the Me Too movement is a detriment. That's what they talk about more. Yes, right. they do do a side sometimes. They go, no, no, it's a relevant thing or thing or thing. And they get very quick to what they do say it like that as well, where they say it as if like it's a drug commercial at the end and they say all the side effects. You know, it's not. It's yeah, they got to preface it. It's not the message. You know, they're like, all right, I guess I got to say this or else I'm going to get sued. <laughs> 
they, it's the right. same thing. They spend, yeah, they spend a lot of time, you know, they want you to know, they know there are cases where it's a necessary movement. Mm-hmm. They let you know that, but what do they talk about more? It's the opposite of me usually, because I do realize with anything there are downfalls. No movement is going to be perfect. But if you weigh it against the old way, you take the imperfections, put them in proportion, and you, that's what you end up talking about most, how yeah. necessary it is. And then other people think the opposite. They think, no, it's necessary. But you don't get to say it. You don't get to say that. You show it. What do you talk about more? If I went through your podcast or your mm-hmm. life and I had a hidden camera with you, how often are you raving, you know, just going, wow, what a necessary fucking movement. Half an hour conversation one night. Even if you don't have a podcast, you're talking to your brother-in-law one night or your sister-in-law. How ma- if I had a secret camera on you, how often would I find you just going off one night? You know there's the negatives, but on that night, how often would I catch you just going, wow, what a fucking movement. I mean, it's long right. overdue. Half an hour conversation. How often do you do that? That's... Mm-hmm. That's how you feel about it. If, how much of that can we find? Because if we find a lot of that, and then there are moments where you're doubting it or thinking, oh, I wish they would do it this way, I'll listen to you. Right. Because, yes, any movement can use help, but only from the people that realize how fucking necessary the movement is. Every movement can use help. When I say the youth, of, when I say the youth always makes right decisions, the organized youth, whatever cause they had, mm-hmm. they have an almost, I think, a 100% track record of being right. The cause. Now, how they went about getting it done, yes, they have made mistakes here and there, youth. You know what I mean? Like, their, their, yeah. their cause was right, but how they went about it. You might go, well, maybe next time this would be a... But that's just the well way said. they went about it. I, I think that's pretty amazing when you go, the yeah. only mistake you made was you, in the attempt to do something right, which is 100% of the time, sometimes you made a mistake. Their heart's always right. Their heart's always right. Yeah. Don't you love when you say something for five hours and then somebody else can clean it up in <laughs> 10 seconds? Well, I also just had to sit here, so I, you know. You had time. It's your you job. You had time, and I, had I time. didn't. So anyway. This is what I do. I lay in wait, and then I strike. <laughs> like a snake Blake the snake We'll be right back <laughs> Blake the snake We'll be right back No I don't go to Bells and Whistles No So I was just thinking when <laughs> No the, you don't <laughs> When the sentiment was And I'm not going to get political Don't worry everybody These are You don't even have to get political You just no. have to be social And I don't want to ever hear the day Where I went I don't mean to be social Wait, wait why? Wait, what? That's, when you're social Things get better It's a good thing to be social mm-hmm. So I'm mostly social Very rarely on the show Will you hear me talk about You know the way we can and this energy crisis, and the one, you know, this this bills, it's usually just so, social, it's right? Eth- eth- uh, empathy. Well, can you imagine, you know, you sit down with uh, Anderson Cooper, or, you know, like some esteemed journalist, and they're interviewing you about your political beliefs, and then, you know, it's a normal conversation, you know, uh, very serious, and at the end, uh, Anderson Cooper says to you, Todd Glass, now, uh, Mr. Glass, does, is this president, President Trump, is he still Jamaican you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you? Did I interrupt you? No, no, no. The, the other night I did a lo- uh, did a Zoom show, yeah, and yeah. I did that joke, and I go, "Let me tell you, folks, how much I love that joke." And this is the truth: I stole it from Blake Wexler. I stole it from Blake Wexler. And and uh, my friend goes, "Todd, what if Blake Wexler hears you doing it?" I go, "What the fuck is he going to do to me? What the fuck?" No offense, but I'm I'm sure Blake works out. He's in good shape. But come on, you think Blake Wexler and I and I said it was his. And if he's got a problem with that, then let him fucking deal with me. That's how much I love that joke. I love that. Whenever I've made that joke, 
I then have my line that I say where I'm like, I'm not sure who has custody of this joke, <laughs> if it's me or Todd, but one of us, I think we have shared custody. It's your joke. <laughs> it is 100% your joke. Matter of fact, I, like that's why, like, and you think, well, why would I do it then? Because I think it's, it's that fine. funny. I like once, it. And if I give you credit, um, I used to have the band do it. I used to have John Bram Wagner. Oh, right, right. And then I would say, I go, folks, let me tell you how much I love that joke. <laughs> Every night, I go, that's Blake Wexler's joke. I, I've i stolen from you the microphone uh, throw around. You know, when you go, oh, like when you throw it, uh, like loop it yeah, around yeah, yeah. with the thing. And I'd be like, oh, sorry, I stole that. Uh, that has been stolen from Todd Glass, and I've been doing it for a decade. <laughs> He's been doing it for two <laughs> but I've been doing it for one. <laughs> I love it. And, he, and you give it a, and you, hey, you throw some love. Yeah, and it's not, that's not a thing. Yeah, it's, we're not costing each other money. So listen. <laughs> by doing I that. wish yeah. I had, hold on, I'm, bear with me. Of course. You have some things, like, I wrote down I a see. few things, and they're all good, and I like, you know what, someone once said, don't be afraid of the journey you take in the podcast. Sometimes it takes a direction you like, and you want to edit out. You know I what? I disagree with this person so much on so many social issues, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I love them, mm-hmm. and I really disagree with them on a lot of social things. But I also have great affection for them. So whenever there's something that was good, I uh, I will throw love Bill Burr's way. Right. Uh, so Bill Burr said, "I'm in the early days, and it really made me be better at a, doing a podcast." And you know when you, you hear something and then you forget like where or how could have been in a tweet or Bill Burr said, but it came from Bill Burr that like don't try to edit out getting lost or mm-hmm. getting that they, they like the journey. You know, you're not you're not a fraud. You're not right. a, you're not a snake oil salesman. You're not trying to stall because, you know, uh, 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 you don't have anything. No, you get lost and and uh, and take them through that journey. Yeah. So that's why sometimes, like now, uh, here's what I was thinking. I like where the show is at now. Me I too. thought I opened, why am I trying to recreate what's in that podcast studio? Let it be different out of here. It's a fireside chat. Yeah, a fireside chat. We can have moments. I'm going to play songs for you tonight. They're good. But, but let it be something else. And then when it became that, I thought, well, maybe I'll edit out the opening and just come in here. And then I remember what Bill Burr said. Just, that's all right. Have the thing in front of the audience. Mm-hmm. Have it in front of the audience. And that really, um, it makes you better. That right. little piece of advice always. Matter of fact, there's not that many things overwhelmingly. Most of it is just from stand-up. You take over to a podcast. But it was that. There was one more thing. Oh, Consistency. Chris Hardwick, he goes, first he went to say, try to keep it under an hour. And he went, what am I doing? We just got rid of suits. That's exactly what he said. And now I'm creating this thing because, because coincidentally, he goes, no, so no, fuck that. He goes, consistency. He Mm -hmm. goes, if you don't think you can do it once a week, then do it once a month. Because every first of the month, they will know they can count on you. Yeah. And, you know, they say, don't throw the bath, baby out with the bathwater. Those, that's the advice of get rid of all the old stuff, but consistency consistency is not something you should throw out. Mm-hmm. Great piece of advice, and just take the journey with them. So there we go. So, well said. Wow. Well I'm, said. I feel great. I feel like I have to go somewhere. Oh no, I don't. Oh, I do. I do. I do. <laughs> to read this, I have to go get that light. So, yeah, do it. Like, can you? Have you? You do a podcast, right? Sure. 
Yeah. So you're not nervous at all? No, 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 no. I do this. Oh, I feel like I'm insulting you. No, I do my own. Todd, I've had, I've spoken. I can hold down Did this I podcast. You? No, no, no. Okay. It's fine. Todd, okay. Todd, listen. So you can. I've you been can, doing this for 15. You think I can't fill I know. some time? I know, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. So <laughs> yeah. I know. I've been. Did I insult you? Um, be honest. You want me to? Yes, a little, a yeah, little yeah, bit. Yeah, Todd, yeah, Todd, because I can do this. I knew you know? as soon as it came out of my mouth. It's okay. And, I, and I'm going to literally be gone 30 seconds, and I'm going, can you handle it? You have a fucking podcast. Todd, I have a fucking po- I've been doing stand-up for 15 years. Are I you can, sweating? I'm not. Honest, just behind to, my legs. I swear to God, there's... No, are no, you sweating? Todd, Todd that's, uh, uh, it's raining on, on my head. Oh, shit, I'm yeah, sorry. No, I it's fine. It's not a big deal. I don't ducked care. you in a little bit. Okay. Yeah, no, it's just I'm raining on my head. I made a little fake chalkboard since Blake was here. And we don't have the chalkboard in the studio. And then I got these paint pens. Mm-hmm. like they're, No, they're chalkboard pens. Right. And on the black cardboard, I wrote Fireside Chat with Blake, with the great Blake Wexler. Because I was so excited he was coming tonight. And I put a little uh, clip-on light, a battery-operated light on it. And I have to go get it so I can read some of these things. Now, Todd, so. you're not going I, I can, to... I can handle this, obviously. You're not going to be gone too long, though? You'll be right back? Oh, well, you're now You're not going to be long? No, no, no. I'll be... I'm just wondering you, what to do. Can you, you know? see the... The, the the deck post that it's posted to, it's right next. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I right can't back. handle that. Todd, come back! You gotta come back! You gotta fucking come back! Welcome back to the to the radio show. Fuck! Welcome back to late night with Kodak. Oh, I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna fucking kill myself. 60 minutes we're going into a tragic situation over here I don't know I don't ever do it again I don't ever do it again just a little light hey how you doing how did it go <laughs> fucking walking the goddamn park Todd I'm professional yeah fucking were you nervous at all hey you can you know if you wanted to walk away again I'm sure I wasn't fucking nervous can I tell you something you know what I thought uh, what? What? I thought that I... Never mind. Okay. I thought I heard you crying. <laughs> no, so that's laughing. Back. Did you see me almost trip? That's because I was yeah. like going, oh my you God, were I rushing back. You could have taken your time. I don't give a shit. I had it down. I had it down. I might even try to spin that off into a new podcast, what I just well, did. Well, I don't know. Pretty good. Shut the <laughs> fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad that all he did was cry. Can he at least shut the fuck up? Instead, he has to. He's going to spin that off. What so be- great happened? By the way, even if he was... If he wasn't crying, scared shitless, <laughs> what could have happened so great in less than 30 seconds? So, oh, God, I, I think I we have enough there for me to show someone and yeah. they give me a they new get show. Me a t- <laughs> it's, so even if it was the best, it was 30 seconds. You know, like it couldn't, it wouldn't oh, be enough. God. So I have these little clamp-on lights that mm-hmm. I use for on the road for the uh, for the band for the music oh, stands. Yeah. So I have one over here because I want to remember this. Oh, I love those. Uh, yeah. I, can I tell you what I like about it? If you're in a room, these are like little book lights that are operated by a yeah. battery. And I love them. I have one of those in my uh, house, apartment. Yeah. And you don't have to wire it. And I do really like them. And I have like 10 of them for the road. But then I started getting from around the house because like when I have people over, it's fun sometimes to light a picture. You don't want to run a cord. But oh, you light yeah. It. I'll, I'll get different things around the house. I go, oh, tonight I'm going to light that happy face. And then I have a lot of pictures, and I would light up a dog I had when I was little that night. And it, with five or six around your house, you really 
change a lot with five or six book lights. And you, you're, you're going to do it, and you're going to go, wow, that's like a fun way to get when you're bored of where you're living, you know? Yeah. You could even put little gels on them around Christmas, and they're so cheap. And they really, they're really fun to do. So I have one out here. Sometimes I'll use it when I'm like, want to see something, but it's really dark in the living room, and maybe, you know, we're watching TV, and I'll create my own little workspace over on the table. Just enough light for me to see what I'm doing. Right. I don't want to light the whole room. To that, if I was trying to read a book or something, or not, no, I wouldn't be reading a book. To tell you the truth, what I'd be doing, honestly, is making lists. Can I? <laughs> All I do is fucking make lists. <laughs> can I tell you? do make a lot of lists. Uh, can I tell you something uh, to George Washington that Jerry from Helium told me? Wait, to George, this is, tr- this is not, not the truth? No, 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 to George Washington. George Stephanopoulos. Okay, uh, yes. George Snuffleupagus. Jerry from Helium told you? Yeah, Jer- Jerry from Helium, who's a great... Uh, incredible comedy person. Yeah, and he told me that you've gotten so obsessed with these uh, these clamp lights, um, you know, these reading lights that you wouldn't let them use the stage lights in helium. You just uh, hung <laughs> you hung one thousand of those. Can I tell you ceiling? something? And then I'm gonna go back to your bit. Yeah, I got confused because now we're changing it. Mm-hmm. So you're right. So truth, only truth, only is, truth is the truth. And I got like, and I got nervous. So anyway, um, because I got scared. But yeah, can you imagine like? You know, 70 of them across the stage, <laughs> book lights. He's, I'm like, nah, it's not as hot. Meanwhile, it is. Oh, yeah, it's of course. Hotter. And just the battery, the amount of batteries, batteries that have, have to keep Jerry being changing replaced. Them. Right. I go, Jerry, you know you know why they're so, they're blinking? Because you don't change the batteries. Yeah, yeah you don't work hard enough. <laughs> Can I, one night, it's funny you say that, truth. Yeah. Use three of them to shoot something. I was doing something in the living room and I needed a little light on my face. I'm like, and John Brand Wagner went and got three of them, clamped them around, and boom. It worked. Yeah. They're great. Okay. So when I read the dictionary, I use them. (laughs) (laughs) That's why before, when I got, I was trying to think of something, I go, when I'm reading a book, that was just to talk quick and not have to really tell people. (laughs) When am I reading a book? Who am I fooling? Not that I wouldn't. I, I, I the the romance of reading a yeah. book and the intimacy of it and the and the 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 the, the, the uh, theater of the mind. I get it's just because I'm you're doing I'm other stuff. Reading. When I tell people I can't read, sometimes they once in a while someone will go like, "Well, read that," and they're always surprised. I go, "Yeah, I can." Why would first of all, it's that? hard for me to even just literally read the words, but I can get by on that easily. You'd be like, "Oh, it's comprehending it." It's. It's having it glue together. It's it's like I could have read three lines and not got one word wrong, but got the pauses wrong, got the inclination wrong. So dyslexia made it hard for me. But like what I'm very aware of, dyslexia made it very hard for me to read. And because I stopped reading, Mm -hmm. if if reading was my thing, you can have dyslexia and read and you just you really hard. Yeah, 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 you, you can. But I just didn't really care about reading. And then I stopped reading. So now having dyslexia and I don't read. So now I'm really bad. And I'm fine, by the way. <laughs> yeah, and I yeah, prefer not to read. It's exhausting. Yeah. No, it's overrated. For me. No, no, no. It's overrated. No, of course. For I, me, I know that's not the message for, that you're sending. Yeah. For other people, it's joyful. And it brings them. It brings them. Uh, I want to say that um, I want to talk positive for a while. Mm-hmm. People need positive. I agree. And this is stuff that I love to talk about. But it's positive. First of all, um, how are you? (laughs) (laughs) 
What I meant was I'm really good. We haven't really this this pandemic, and yeah. then I haven't sat in here and talked to anyone. So I have some. I think I have some good ideas. Yeah. But I thought let me check in. I appreciate Are you guys because you know you. I figured out the other day, and I don't mean crazy on a scale from one to ten. I mean like you know going. It sneaks up on you. The craziness right? of it. Because you think, like, I'm doing all right, and you are doing all right. But then out of nowhere you go, oh, I think it's sneaking up on it's you. It's like, oh, what is that new behavior that I have? <laughs> you know? like Yeah. Um, yeah, no, overall, like, I'm really, I think there's there's been a lot of positive. For, I mean, I, and I'm speaking in a very micro way. You know, like, mm-hmm. I would trade any positive thing that's happened, I would trade in a second so we wouldn't have to deal with any of this, you know, yeah. like or, or other people. But um yeah you do you said something great on my podcast Blake's takes for god's sakes is uh about writing and stuff and that i'm i'm starting to miss this this week i've started missing stand-up in a way where i've actually felt a little lightheaded at times Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and um you did say something though in that uh not performing and being on this hiatus has caused you to trust your instincts more. Mm-hmm. And I am very, very excited because I've been writing like a good amount and I just can't wait. I think all of it's coming from me now and like trusting your instincts where I'm not second guessing anything. Obviously, the joke is here, you know, I go out on stage and it's like just, you know, it doesn't make any goddamn sense whatsoever. But uh, I feel very good about that. My girlfriend and I um, have gotten closer. We were able to see my parents or each other's parents. Right, right. Um, uh, last month, safely quarantined. We're very, very careful and didn't put any of them at risk. And it worked out. So, uh, yeah, considering everything, um, I'm eating better. Can I tell you something to truth? I've never eaten vegetables in my entire life. I'm 31 years old. If you fucking tell anyone that, by the way, I'm 17. Um, I've never eaten vegetables in my entire life. I just started eating vegetables and I, I'm like, it's not that bad. <laughs> like, I, I'm laughing no, at saying that. No, vegetables, depending but on the way your parents made them. Even broccoli can My be parents amazing. didn't even try to give it. Like, I said I will not eat them, and they just said, fuck it. It's not worth it. You know <laughs> what? Yeah. Can I tell you, my parents did the same thing, and you know what? Good. They did the right thing. Right. Because let me tell you something. If you're going to eat them, you're going to eat them. If you're not, you're not. Mm-hmm. And my mom said a kid never starved to death. So you hope. Right. You know, you try, but, you know, you, 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 you offer it. But my mom was the same way. She really didn't. She wasn't very strict with, you know, you want to eat just the hamburger? That's fine. Yeah, as long and as they're nice, eating. It was nice, you know. It now was really I nice. I eat vegetables, too. But you're eating. I'm eating no meat, and I'm not I'm using. I'm not a vegan, just no meat. Mm-hmm. And it's been fun, and I, I don't know if I'm going crazy or not, but I think my skin looks like it already was pr- I have pretty good skin, but I thought it's like getting like amazing uh, for the listener todd is wearing so much makeup right now <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine you have like <laughs> let me ask you an embarrassing question yeah can please. you tell my hair is different what do you mean it's not up and no. I and to me i noticed it it was a choice i made can i but can i, I be, don't think can i be honest yeah um to truth I thought, and I've made this, uh, I made a joke to you about this, but uh, I do actually mean it, where I thought as safe as you've been, I thought if you were going to break something, uh, when I saw you in person for the first time, I'm like, I, I, I bet Todd found a way to go to a barber. Like maybe he paid a barber 
two weeks pay to not do anything in quarantine and then cut his hair. But your uh, you, that didn't happen. And uh, your hair still looks very good. Like I, I thought I'm like, OK, it's either going to be perfect the way Todd is like likes it or it's going to be a goddamn mess. And it just looks good. It looks very good. Well, you know what? I did have someone figure out how to get them here outside. Mm-hmm. And uh, what happened was I go, I, I, I get a haircut every week. Right. My entire life. Every week. Every two weeks max. Because mm-hmm. I just keep it short. But I thought, you know, during the pandemic. And by the way, I know you're a lot like me. I'm going to preface this. That way we never have to worry about it. <laughs> The, the, the levels of stress from the pandemic are all over the place. Mm-hmm. Some are financial. Some, of course, and many of them are, have nothing to do with finances. So whenever I say how I'm managing through the pandemic, I'm lucky I don't have kids. For now, I think we've talked about it far from, you know, loaded. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, of course. Far. But I have, thank the, the universe, I... I have I have a nest egg. Mm-hmm. I and and little things like the getting this voiceover. You know I'm I'm okay and I'm That's no great. debt and I'm, but it's not that way for everybody. So I never like to go. Hey, here's what you do during the pandemic. It depends how much stress you have. It depends what you're going through. Mm-hmm. So that as out of just out of respect to whatever you're going through. And for some people, it's listening to this podcast. Hopefully, because it's silly and I want it to feel like a big hug for people, especially now, and to hear shit advice. Well, you're tuning in to be relaxed <laughs> right, right. is probably unnerving. So now that you preface it, they can hear it because mm-hmm. it's not like they don't understand there's people all over the place, but it's being delivered in a realistic, respectful way, um, depending no matter where you're at, you know. But I'll tell you what, no matter where you're at, if right now financially it's just fucking hard and you're scared, don't even worry. We're going to have so much fucking hugs for you. Oh, yeah. That when you're done this po- like, let me ask you a question. Go ahead. I want to be extra. After I get rid uh, I want to talk about this. Uh, I want to talk about the, oh, I prefaced that so we could go back to having that conversation we're having. Because I do have some ideas. And one of them is when you said you missed stand-up. I have an idea. Okay. And I, and I hope I'm right because it's advice for you. But before we get to that, I was thinking we give five times the hugs today. Is that, is that enough? Yeah, is, uh, is I, that enough? I mean, do you, is it, it cool higher? if we do more? It's more? your podcast. Yeah, can Wait, we do serious? more? Wait, you're serious. So, Blake, Blake, five, normally we give a lot of love. We're like, don't worry, you're with us. Blake, ten. Ten. Ten okay, times. Okay, if I do ten, ten, mm-hmm. ex, ten times the amount Oh, I, th- of- I thought you were going to fight me on that. If we can do ten, let's do thirty. Thirty times the hugs. Blake. Sit down. I want you to listen to what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Because the day is going to come yeah. when we're going to have to live this... What you what you are creating? Well, why not shoot for the stars? Ten, ten times, you're saying. Ten, at least, because what did you say? Five. <sighs> Blake. Yes. If I'm gonna go ten ten times the amount of hugs and love That's we're gonna right. throw, is that enough? No, we got to do better. Oh, Todd. come on, Todd, Blake! We can you're do better. Me over here. We can do better. Twenty. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'll do 20. All right, 20. 20. Uh, no, 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 no. Wait, no, no, no sorry. we're doing 20. Sorry, but you started too late. All right, Paul. <laughs> we got a guy on bongos. All right, so here we go. So back to this advice, back yeah. to these things. I'm going to get through everything on here. Yeah. But we can talk about it. So what did I write down? I went, Mr. Ru- oh, so what, said, yeah, your advice. Okay, well, two things. One, because this I'll get out of the way. 
I was just the not helpful co-host where I was like, like oh, you were trying to look for where we were at or something, and I just gave you the wrong thing. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, you did oh, give me the right or thing. Something. I'm trying to squeeze this in by saying, also, there is a Twitter page. I want you to be my ally, the listeners, that there's positivity, positivity on Twitter. And there's positivity, and you have to give and look, and it just pains me always to see... Look, yes, it has. I get it when people say it's not like when they go, wait a second. What do you mean? It gives even every voice so you can be anybody. It gives everybody a voice and they don't have to put their name to. I get that. I take that into consideration. If you don't, I could see how you would think. How's it not looking at you? I take into consideration the flaws of of Twitter. I just hopefully otherwise I'm giving you bad advice. Look at it on a wider scale of the positive it does. And I've been, oh, yeah, yeah, to death on this for a long time. That's when people go, oh, yeah, 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 I know. It's almost like what we talked about with the other issue. What are you, what are you talking about more? You, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, me. But if I had a secret camera on you, you're allowed to be who you are, by the way. You're allowed to disagree with me. But what you're not allowed to do is, is sort of bullshit yourself and other people. And if you don't believe in something, you don't believe in it. We're not, we, we don't make an assessment of your your stance on a cause by what you say. Mm -hmm. We take your stance on the cause from what we hear you say. And we take everything you say. And if I had a secret camera, hey, look, most people, unless you're in a level of denial that's dangerous, are going to be able to go, oh, my God, he's talking about me, and I'm on the negative end of this. You believe, you've talked yourself into going, oh, the Me Too movement's important. Or in a case like this, we're talking about something completely different, but the same thing. And that is... You know, there's a lot of positivity out there on Twitter, and people go, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But if I had a secret camera on you, what do you spend more time on? I say that because in case, I always say if you have a podcast, but what about just somebody who doesn't have a podcast living their life? The hypothetical that we could listen into 30 of your conversations over a month. Give it a real broad spectrum. It doesn't have to be every night. How many times would we hear you go, hey, remember, in, in any sentiment, I'm not giving you a line read, but in any level of this, you know what I realized today? We got to remember... Twitter, the positivity. Everyone's always quick to judge about the negative of it, and it exists. But oh, I, I got this video today, and it put me in a good mood. I was realized, you know, or you know, somebody tweeted something in defense of this other guy at work, and it made me feel good to know we all had this guy's back. Or any story at all. Can I tell you something? I was in a little bit of a funk today, but someone tweeted this little girl. She's five years old, and she doesn't have to be on chemo anymore. And she had this big smile on her face. And I'll tell you what, boy, did it fucking help put things into perspective for me. And it made me cry, and that was healthy too. And Or, you know what, I saw this little kid today. It reminded me, how, how often will we hear that? Right. And if you have to say never, that is your stance on it. Not you going, no, 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 I get it, I get it, I get it. And you could tell me some positive that comes out of Twitter. But you know that question, and you can self-analyze yourself now and figure out who you are. So I, if, you, if I'm right, go with me. And always some positive. There is, and that leads to this. These just, always this uh, is a great Twitter page of positivity. Sometimes when it's an animal, just so, oh, I don't want oh anyone to, to lose me. No, if it's an animal, like it's somebody that has a, it's like a kangaroo, and I always hope that's a rescued kangaroo that can't be in nature. Otherwise, I don't want to give glory to mm-hmm. a, you know, and at, once in a blue moon, it has to do with that. Usually it's not. It's just dogs, but once in a while when there is a, a wild animal in there, I hope it's, 
it's because it's, it can't be with other animals. Like if it's someone has an owl that's an injured owl on a reserve. I, it looks like that's the case. I don't Todd, can I tell you an old war story when I moved to L.A.? When I moved to L.A., I was so poor. I lived in a kangaroo's pouch at the L.A. Zoo. <laughs> $400 a month. <laughs> Isn't that crazy Swear that they God. have a built-in pocket? It's awesome. And they keep a little kid in it named a Joey. Which is a human's name. Here we go. A, I don't want to say it wrong, but it's <laughs> A-K-K. I like it. You know what's funny when you say something like that and I just go to this? I mean, what else were you supposed oh, okay. to do? Because <laughs> later when you hear the podcast, you're like, okay. Um, it's, it's A-K-K-I, and it's at A-K, I'm probably saying it wrong, but a- at A-K-K-I-T-W-T-S. A and the bigger letters are A K K I, and he just always whoever this is that does this page. I don't know if it's literally one guy, like I always think it is, but it's just usually, yeah, dog video. But it's not just a dog. A lot of times it's oh, you know they're smart. They're videos mm-hmm. that you go. If you were to say this, I know dogs are brilliant. I'm not one of those people you have to convince. You're that person. You go, no, I know it. They're fucking brilliant. I knew it my whole life. Dogs are brilliant. The type of videos that you go. Oh, my God, they're even smarter than I thought, and I already knew they were fucking amazingly smart. That makes you, first of all, sometimes it teaches you not to eat any meat, especially tortured meat, factory farming. Not because it says not to, because it humanizes these animals, and you see see a cow, and you go, oh, my God, it is not here to be slaughtered. So the positivity... And and it's and it doesn't even make you. It's sometimes that's the way to get into people's hearts to make them stop eating factory farming. I'm one of those people. The other videos are good too. They're necessary too. Meet your meat. That's important too when you're ready. But yeah. at a very almost tricky level, which I love. It's see, it doesn't make you feel yelled at or you know. It just it's just te- humanizing them. And that's one way to not eating factory farming. Not only seeing what happens to them, but humanizing them. So that's the positivity of Twitter. And this is a great website. This is a great Twitter page. And um, Mrs. Rogers, uh, his wife, when I, and I say this over and over again, and I love this. She could have said there'll never be another Mr. Rogers, his wife. And she'd be right to say it. Mm-hmm. But I like what she said more. She goes, there are other Mr. Rogers. And that says, yes, I, that's the positivity that I love. Instead of going, oh, there'll never be... No, there is. And she goes, that's important to look for him. In other words, he wasn't even appreciated as Mr. Rogers. He was when he was alive a great deal of his life. But in the early years, I think as Mr. as the years went on and we got smarter and smarter, Mr. Rogers got more appreciated and more appreciated and more appreciated. And then this man that was already amazing, it exploded. And, I, and I'm proud that we wanted to know more and more about him. We realized how brilliant he was. So there well, are, I she, call him Fred. I, <laughs> she said there are other Mr. Rogers. Yeah, this Twitter page is a Mr. Rogers. You know, Conan that's O'Brien yeah. going to other countries and humanizing us. That's Mr. Rogers' work. That's really well put. There you go. The uh, One of the last things I did before the country lockdown was um, I went to uh, one of my best friends, PJ, got married in Pittsburgh. And we went to this museum there. And it was uh, Mr. Rogers is from Pittsburgh. That's where he shot his right. show. And they had uh, King. Was it King Friday? Was that his name? That, that yeah, puppet. Yeah, yeah. And they had all the puppets and all like his outfits and stuff like on this one cool floor. It was a Mr. Rogers floor. And it was so cool where, God, it must have been, you know, 25 years, you know, like so long since I had watched it. And it was so cool seeing uh, 
seeing the outfits and stuff and you know the puppets it was uh yeah Did such you, a special guy <laughs> you know what's embarrassing excuse me i don't want to be coughing no you're, you're what's good. embarrassing is that um I had the opportunity to do that when I was there, and, mm-hmm. and the owner and of the of oh the, at uh, arcade at arcade yeah Jason, and yes, yes, who I fantasize that being that or Helium in Philly, being one of the first places I go back to. I know, right? You know, yeah. uh, just fantasize walking out on that stage and just, oh my god. Let me tell you something. I already cared as a performer. I really do. But I'm going to care even more now. You just realize how precious it is. Mm-hmm. I hope the audiences feel the same way. I really do. Because, you know, I said, wouldn't it be great to put behind us? Like, it becomes frowned upon. It, it spreads throughout the comedy community. There'll be a new problem. But for whatever reason, it spreads around. Oh, guess what? I've tr- I'm trying to get this spreading. Goodbye to we were just laughing. It becomes as embarrassing right, as right. a fanny pack, or if it's not a fanny pack, whatever it is, mm-hmm. it just becomes embarrassing to say we were just laughing. Whatever it is, people and, and when someone asks, here's how the clarity they have it. Someone goes, Why did it become so embarrassing? Because it's like it, it, it's not true. It's like usually you're talking after a joke and you and it be, people are aware of it yeah. now. No one says it because it's like you know, and, and you and they just put that to rest. Give us a new problem to deal with. So you, you know, that's, but some audience members don't need, the, the problem is the ones that are hearing me say this um, don't need to hear it. So I'm going to shut the fuck that's up. That's so funny. It is, it is hilarious that the idea of uh, I was just laughing person would listen to this podcast. Yeah. Maybe, but, though. But, but hey, maybe, can I tell you? Maybe your, uh, the people who listen to this podcast will tell a just laughing person this. Yeah, maybe they and will. And then get rid of them. And also, you know what? I become a better person from hearing things from other people. Of course I do. So maybe other people can be, you can still be a great person, but maybe it's something you slip into and the next time you're out with friends because you heard me say it. So maybe it is good that I say it Mm -hmm. because maybe there will be someone you're with other people and they feel like they were just, what they mean is we were just enjoying the show. Yeah. What they're basically saying is we, now by the way, there are people that are talking about something completely different. Let's not talk about those people. I'm sort of half Getting into the head of someone that would say that. Right. The best of that group. You're being gentle. I'm being gentle with mm-hmm. them. And I, th- and, and, and I don't think they're being dishonest. As far as people that are just talking about something completely different, that's a different breed. That's a different breed. They're the easiest ones to deal with because they don't get as mad because they, they know they weren't watching the show. If someone heckles and you tell them to be quiet, they do get a little indignant, but they know that you can't heckle. So they sort of get that. Right. But when you tell people to stop... Stop talking or, or keep it down. Sometimes you, you and they were enjoying the joke and commenting on it. Well, that's what they're trying to say to the doorman. They're trying to say to the door person, we're we're liking this. We're into it. We're not just rambling on about uh, what we did today. Like, you know, we're into it. We're reacting. We're having a story that involves that. They don't realize it, but they're usually going, oh, my God, remember Bob did that? And we were down at the thing or they're like, oh, God, I saw him do this two years ago. It's so funny. Wait to hear what he's going to do. We're engaged. Yes. It's hard for you to say that. So you say, we were just laughing. And the thing is, you feel really punished at the best time of your life. When you're enjoying it, you feel punched. But you have to get out of your own way. And you have to be, and, and what the, unless you're at a crazy club that is sick in their fucking head, I'm telling you, they always err on the side. If you knew how many times we, they wanted to go up to people, but they go, oh, they're just, they can see from a distance mm-hmm. you're just talking about the joke, but it's still getting disturbing to the people that are next to you. And if you get yourself out of the own way, you can go, yeah, I guess if everybody in the room was doing that, 
you're able to do some math and go, oh, I can see why I can. They have to. Right, you, yeah. right. So so that's what happens. They go, we're engaged. And yeah, yeah. And at the end of all this love comes this. I know. And you still have to stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's at the end of it. I, I don't there's no other way to deliver it. I'm in your head. I know it. But for so if you you know, that's why it's good to say it on this podcast. But somebody probably will end up going down that slippery slope. They're enjoying it and they're thinking, oh, no, I know what Todd means. He means when they're just heckling or no, we're no, it's this, too. Mm hmm. There you go. I never said that any clearer. No, I think that's perfect. Yeah. Swallow that initial reaction of being like, oh, it's just laughing and just be like, yeah. oh, okay, I see what's happening yeah. here. I'm not being told I'm a bad person or a bad audience member no. or anything. It's a, a tweak. It's right. a tweak on your right. behavior. And by the way, let's say, have I ever seen someone too strict? It's worth it. Like, let's say, oh, I send people out with these things, and what if they're in a club where someone's too strict? You know what? Then love that they're too strict. Love that they love yeah, comedy yeah, yeah. so much that they aired. Oh, my God. You never see that. You always see it's pretty good. I wish they were a little stricter. Too strict. If, if, so I hope I could be so smart that if I was at a comedy club and I thought I was talking, I've had it happen once or twice, actually, and someone shushes me. Mm -hmm. And of course I'm never offended. They feel offended because they know, like, oh, Todd's the guy who tells people. Oh, it got, right. I, Oh, like, I don't think I could be told. And I'm like, please, th 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 I hope that that is not who I am. You know, no, I'm always like, thank you. Like, I like, you know, so what? Someone stricter than I was. Right, right. They're the people who I want over my house during this virus. That's why I say to someone, if anything I do makes you uncomfortable, oh, my God, it's delicate to deal with. I get it because you, you're saying you're telling people to up their game, change their behavior. I go, that's who I want over my house. So don't be shy to tell me something while you're here. If you're yeah. like, oh, do you mind doing this? Or, hey, Todd, when you get up to put the wood in the fire, would you mind wearing your mask? That's the shit. I don't – I always remind people of that. Um, anyway, so there you go. So positivity, the coronavirus, get out of your own way. Mm -hmm. no, I'm kidding. Is there anything else I wanted to talk about? I don't want to forget. I'm moving around papers. I think the um, – because I was about to talk, but I like the sound of the papers moving around. <laughs> I'm, I'm dead serious. To yeah. truth. We used to play Mrs. Miller. She – like, I'll do it real quick for you. Is there a Mr. Miller? Just you know the, hor the horniest guy ever. <laughs> Just doesn't even know anything about this person. Mrs. Miller – I don't know if you ever heard this or not, but it's, uh, I don't even know why I'm playing it. Sometimes I have something I wrote down to do, and I just do it. Well, even this though is... I'm, it's in the way of just talking, which is easier. Okay, do you remember we played this on the show? But at least when I'm honest like about it then, I, now I feel like doing it. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so that is, if you remember playing it on the show, yeah, you remember it. If I you do. don't, you don't. Uh, but I want, so there's a podcast that they talk about that and they interview her and how much she knew uh, and didn't know and didn't want to be made a fool of. And uh, it's interesting. And I didn't listen to it all the way through. I just heard like three minutes of it today because someone tweeted it at me because they thought Mrs. Miller, they go, Todd plays Mrs. Miller on a show. Someone yeah. tweeted it. 
And so now this this I'm going to go listen to the whole podcast, but it's all about I don't know if it's a podcast, but it's a little 15 minute segment on interviewing her. It's very NPR. It's done like sort of NPR. Uh, it's really chopped up beautifully. I, you know, it really it really was a to little truth, bit that I heard of it. I, I, I literally do not know what you could possibly make fun of her about. It's just cool. Yeah, it's well, cool it, music. It, in other words, there is there is a campiness to it. She didn't realize like, yeah, and they but would take her out of tune. Sometimes they would give her the first take. Oh, and then she would, right. They wouldn't know the song she sang. You hear her talking like, you know, it's her. And she yeah. goes, you know, they would and I would do it in six times. And then they would always use the first take. So it's but, but that's all I heard. Yeah. So I'm going to listen to the whole thing. And it's interesting either way. And I think she made a ton of money. The good news is at least she's not. She's not oh, broke. good. That's great. But, but it's interesting. Oh, I like when they take like a little thing. And there's a story behind it, you know, and then you go, wow. And, or sometimes like uh, on I Think You Should Leave, there was a podcast on the one episode, a half an hour on the episode where they're giving ideas for the to make the car. Oh, my. You know, God. with that. With Brandon the, was in that, right? Like Brandon Wardell. Right, right. Yeah. Wait, is he in that in the boardroom? I think so. Yeah. Where he goes, make a steering wheel that does not fly off. Oh, the old guy. Because the there's old guy. one really funny old guy. Yeah, that, that's I mean, it. everyone's so funny in it. But he uh, inter- They interview him. Amazing. And he is so adorable. And he is so amazing. He goes, when they saw the script, it's hard to do someone like him without of his co- own accent. Of course, of when course. When I saw the script, I thought, this is shit. I can't do this. This is shit. Um, <laughs> and then it's like, you know, and then he goes, and then they laugh at anything I say. They run, yeah. you know, they go over, they write something down. I say it, then they laugh. And then, but I get it. Yeah, of course. They know his character and they're probably writing him lines and of feeding course. them to him. And then it's as funny as they thought it would be, the writers. Of course, they know how fucking funny it is the minute they think of it. They yes. can picture the line, picture him saying it, and be exactly right when he does a great read. Because obviously he looks like one of those actors that could just... You know, you tell him what to say and he fucking says it. Exactly. And then also in his, like, I mean, not even that he needs uh, me to defend him, but, you know, that show is almost like a new kind of humor as well. You know, that, like, I mean, if he was reading, that guy being from the era that he's from is reading that on the page, why would, in what world could would that be funny to him? You know, he'd probably be like, what the, f- right. what the fuck is this? So they're just getting the car wrong? You know, yeah, like it's very on, on the, the page. Is? On the page, right. you could easily see him on. You understand? It's not like you go. How could mm-hmm. he not know this was great? No, you. I get it. Right. And I might not know in in reading it. I might mm-hmm. not be able to understand. That's why it's funny you say that, because I think I hope it's a new new wave, a new age. Could you do me a favor? It's so self consuming. Yes. I wanted to remember what I'm talking about, but that I'll know. We're we're going to talk about. But I also wanted to remember to talk about. Why you should do stand up during the uh, pandemic? Why you should get back to doing Zoom shows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I love that. So uh, now we're talking about oh the uh, I think you should leave um, the interviewing the uh, the man who was the older man who was in it uh, saying that like oh like I don't know why this is funny like you you read it on the page new type of comedy <laughs> it, you you know it's literally like what I'm doing right now I'm not saying words in the proper order I'm saying words that have been said over the past yeah, but five you minutes did, you but were like doing the it. wrong you were, order you were flipping through everything yeah but, but not I, helpfully no, <laughs> no I don't know if that's true I thought you know I, th- I was hoping you you were so close you were going in the direction right but uh it's we were more talking about downtown we're talking about her and then it's all right this is fire. This is the crazy, fire. Adam. Smells great. I uh, 
before we get to the uh, the Zoom, doing the Zoom shows, I got uh, borderline emotional like 20 minutes ago where I this felt so normal and so fucking fun and fulfilling. Well, while you were talking, I was like, oh, gee, like this is I forgot. I forgot any shit's going on you know like this has been so much fun so thank you already i don't i don't need to you know mean to turn this into like a sap fest no 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 this is uh terrific i love it i love it it's fantastic because you know me any opportunity of course that you might have just driven past and then an appreciation for it not later not in a year not in 10 years Mm -hmm. but like i always say it's like you can reminisce 20 minutes later you can go hey let's look back here hey look at this but you're right this is so and you know what I'm so out of, you know, I'm so glad that I figured out to do it here because, you know, when you have an overhang and then you have, it's just the house is on one side. There's, it's, there's a row of trees. It is open air. Yeah. Incredibly outside, but yet there's some, there's some boundaries and it feels good. And I know I can leave this set up and that I can start having guests and you know what I'd be comfortable doing, but not yet. Maybe three, four, five weeks from now, having one other person, Eric, on drums. Yeah. And we could just, he could be way over there. Mm-hmm. And you're right. Once you sit down, it's very normal. We're, we're pretty far apart. We probably, if we were not doing a podcast, would not be sitting at, at this far away. But right, right. The reason I have it extra dark out here and I unscrewed bulbs even more than normal was because it erases emptiness. Oh, it's great. That's why I blew that torch out over there. The fire is okay, but I don't want to... Oh, look at that open area. Look at that mm-hmm. open area. Just We have one light over us. We have a torch in the middle. This is unbelievable. It seems... Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm loving it, too. And, yeah. I, and I hope I'm utilizing um, the, uh, my time with you at, at, at a, in a good way as opposed to just... I was talking about this. When you're alone, did they take advantage of her? Who gives a shit? Who cares? Why did I... Why can't I just... Todd, you could be uh, just screeching at the top of your lungs for two hours, and this would be also very enjoyable. So So my thing is to get rid... Oh, 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 I got it, I got it. So um, whatever it was, who cares? And I know if you're listening and you remember, it might be frustrating for you, let it go. Yeah. I'm going to let it go. (laughs) I learned holding on... What, how many times am I really talking about anything? Yeah, once in a while you were bringing closure to something and it is annoying. Most of the time, nobody gives a shit but me. So moving on. Moving on, okay. on. So, um, speaking of doing shows, mm-hmm. this will oh, get this all out of the way and yeah. I can get rid of this list. Um, how long have we been going? Uh, you don't, do you want to guess? An hour. And, an hour. Very close. An hour five. An hour and five. Okay. Um, that Mike, you ever know someone and you, I love this person as much as you can love another comedian. He's from Montreal. I always get his last name wrong. Mike Carosa, Carosa, Mike. I know that name. Yeah. 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 He's, He's great. He helped us when we were in Montreal. He was in the band. He's the nicest. He's so just filled with energy. He exudes wanting to see people succeed. If you're, if, if you're friends with him and you're in his town, anything you can do to make your experience better, drive you somewhere, hook you up, find you out this place, tell you where this great sandwich is. Todd, and, will you turn off that dog sound effect real quick? You're like, <laughs> Isn't that great? <laughs> it is great. That does sound like you would just... It sounds like a sound effect. Uh, a German shepherd <laughs> just started uh, or something. Yeah, they probably heard it. Yeah. 
They probably heard it. They wanted I a hope shout that out. fan. That fan is if if just know people if you're getting if the fan happens to be for some reason you never know till later. We listened on the headphones. It was fine. Right. So I'd rather do it this way and then learn that uh, we got to turn it off. I'm I'm so sorry I interrupt you, uh, Mike Carosa, um, yeah. who is a terrific guy. If you know him, yeah, he's and then he sent me. He he did his first CD. Mm-hmm. So I, I wanted to just send all the love his way because that's who we're supposed to be. Like. He should know it. I've said it before in this podcast, but he is just, you know, just a lot of love. And then congrats uh, to Mike. That's great. He, he put That's out a so CD cool. or put up. I never know what to say. An album. He put out an album. Um, and uh, well, I didn't I'm excited to, to listen to it. I didn't listen to the whole thing. And you know what? I'm going to play you as much as I listen to it. And then we're going to drop it in and post. Oh, cool. I'm going to be honest. I don't. I here's all I listen to. This alone makes me want to listen to you. So we're going to listen to 30 seconds. Yeah. And then we're going to put in the whole thing. But right now, we're I'm not. Excited. Only because the way the setup is right now. But listen to this. This is, this is the clip I have that made me text him already. So hold on. <laughs> Take you your time. Was this afternoon, I went to listen to it. And then I, I listened about this, up to this point, And then I texted him i go i'm jealous of your first bit so all someone has to do is one thing that's funny and you know mm-hmm. oh okay they got more of that Oh, we're good yeah so yeah. hold on downtown if me. it's the mic i think of he's very i've met him and he's very very funny me here we go oh no 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 i know i have this i i sent it to myself and by the way mike carosa if i'm correct probably available on spotify itunes yeah Everywhere. Google Play. I cannot believe. Oh, no. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Amazon. I know. I know what I'm doing. Just bear with me. No, take your time. The reason. Oh, I know what I'll do as I'm doing this. The reason that I think that you should do stand-up, and I'm going to hopefully. You never know how you can influence in a small comedy community. And I think it's important. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. To, to, to stop making fun of the zoom shows to do them right yeah to do them right i will say that it's really gonna help to put an image behind you and i don't think look it's either like oh yeah ha 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 i'm up in how important that is if we're gonna get if we're gonna do as close as we can to what we're going through this Mm -hmm. we know that it sucks not to have stand-up but i think there's some value even outside of even like a few times when i they put a few people up on the screen i can't see them but i mic the phone in my studio where oh, right. I'm like it and I hear some but guess what I've enjoyed when I couldn't hear anything when I just paced myself and I, I, I so there's value and especially when you have a, a good little crowd there and you get some laughs and you taper it all down you know if it's sometimes two laughs is a is big deal but again I don't need them for my timing I can do it but I think that it's, it's you're going to find it'll keep you sane and and again yes don't that yeah, I, I will say there are people surprisingly, especially when it, this case costs nothing to get a backdrop and even put it on people in post. Mm-hmm. Or if you can't do that, I guess b- sort of beg. Or if you're producing a show, maybe that means you send people a piece of material that cost you three dollars and it's got right. a, a solid background. If you can't do it in post. I'm trying to give every avenue. Usually you can do this in post. And you can ask people, hey, can you just perform in front of a wall? And on the performer's end, look, I think 
it's the you don't need it. If you just stand in front of a wall and you don't have a microphone, that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. If you're just standing up and you have an image behind you, I'll give that an A+. Plus. If, you, if you think, fuck it, I'll buy a mic, even if it's just with a cord or just, you know, I buy a little stupid little amp and a mic. It's the best investment you'll ever make just so you get the feel in your house of talking into it. Yes. No matter how cheap it is. But if you don't, I want to make it really clear, then that's fine. Just get in front of and start producing shows where you, you sort of figure out how to make it look cool mm -hmm. and get the bullshit out of the way at the bottom of the screen. It, go full screen. So it's a mixture of performers have to step it up a little right. and the people producing shows because there are, it's just going to be like regular shows. Some people are going to tell you every reason that the show sucks. We know it. We're taking into consideration that it's not a live audience and that is hugely different. But putting on shows on Zoom and putting on shows on any platform is the same as in real life. Some people do a bar show. I have watched two people do the same bar show. Same bar show. Someone took it over and it's fucking great now. Hilarious. Because they bought yeah. a $13 piece of black material. Same physical space. Same, same bar. physical space. Put a gel there. Did that. Was playing music. Bought some candles, electric. Put them on 15 tables. A piece of literal $8 black material right. to cover a window that was beaming in sunlight because they started the show, the, the sun was setting. Then you walk in, it's pitch dark, there's candles, same exact space, same thing with Zoom. You're going to see people do it right, and the people that do it bad make fucking every excuse in the book. They'll tell you every mm -hmm. reason that their shitty produced show, uh, they have no way around it. And I'm not talking about some anomalies where it's in the corner of a bar. They know what it is. It's, okay, I'm talking about when you're – most shows that became popular in L.A., it's because they were produced right. Yes. That sometimes it's a theme. Sometimes it's a little turn on stand-up that helps it because it gives it a fun new way to do it. Usually it's because it was produced right. It was in a good space. Same thing with the Zoom shows. You can talk about, oh, oh well, it's hard to do Zoom because then this and that. You can, but, or you're going to be the person that figures that. You'll be one or the other. Even when it's no budget at all, you're just picking the platform, you're asking people to do this, you're uh, uh, just trying to make it seem as real as possible. Step it up because it's going to be like podcasting. Don't wait years later to get on it. Like, you, it, right. Hopefully this will be over soon. But guess what? The, time, the, the clock is ticking and getting on stage can be fun even like this. Embrace it. Instead of making fun of it, produce it right. I agree. And <laughs> there's uh, one thing that I'll, I'll let you know how, how much all this costs. So as a when I perform on those things, I have a tripod that I put my phone in that was maybe like 15 to $20. And I use the same thing when I FaceTime with my parents, when um, if you record like a little video in your place, it's worth investing in that. Like, it's not like all of a sudden the pandemic's gonna end and then you don't need that tripod anymore. If you're a comic, you can take that tripod, bring it to shows with you, you know, point your iPhone at the stage. You're gonna get so much use out of that tripod. So 15 to 20 bucks, you know, maybe 30 bucks, whatever. So but glad you're yeah. bringing up the oh, specifics. I, I completely agree with everything that you They're said. They're good specifics. I was so broad with it, I forgot. Okay, as a performer, what? oh, yeah, mm -hmm. what can you do? I forgot. I did the same thing. I bought the tripod. I was so proud of myself. I go, I'm using the fuck out of this thing. Yes, and you're going to keep using it for forever. And then, by the way, if you use it so much it breaks, then it was worth using it because you used the shit out of it, so get another one. So I use that, and then also the rest – 
Uh, I feel like I, I I said something at the beginning of the pandemic where if, if there was one thing I if, if I knew a pandemic was going to happen, if I knew one thing to invest my money in, it would be a nice wall for my, <laughs> for my part of it. But uh, I don't even hang anything. Just find a wall, whether or not there is cool decorations could even if you can't afford any like, you know, if if it's the kind of thing like, hey, you know, sorry, I'm, I'm it's really, really tight right now. Fifteen, twenty dollar tripod. I can't also just buy shit for my walls. That's, you know, even a white wall, you're standing in front of it. Like, there's a way to make that work. Even. I love that you're saying and that because I always like to give advice. Imagine yeah. you can up it. We can give different layers. Of I've advice. been there. Yeah. But when we're going to talk about the, I, 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 I don't have a dollar. I mean, I don't have it to right. do something with it. There are five things you can do mm-hmm. with the, that. We're starting with that type of advice. So you got to do that. Yeah. So um, even if and, and here's the thing, I have an even cheaper version of this, but uh my girlfriend has this lamp that she brought from home childhood lamp it's an elephant with a trunk going up has a light bulb at the top of the trunk you know and that's the light so i take that light i plug it in the wall i put it on top of a table i got a light bulb that's not that harsh for whatever that was like five you know less than five bucks three bucks Mm -hmm. put that on there put the lamp on a table and point the tripod on the table so the light is, you know, still shining on my right. face. And with the coolest, quote, coolest wall in my apartment. And that's how I shoot it. And it looks great. So if you don't have a lamp, then, you know, find wherever there's lighting. So if you're on the West Coast, you're doing a show that, like, is based on the East Coast right. or something. If you have to wrap o'clock. regular tinfoil around this lamp or a light yeah, that's up on the wall. Point it at you. And you right. have to unscrew the other mm-hmm. one. And then wrap a piece of literally tinfoil. It's great. It bends right around it. Yeah. You, you, you're right. So this is no, we're talking right now, we, we, we respectfully, you just have no money. These are things of course. you can do. And then it's, you know, all in at most 25 bucks, mm-hmm. you know? And by the way, if you're still tight, think about the first 15 to 20 as an investment where, you know, when the thing's over, yeah. you can use that tripod to shoot yourself and, you know, by shoot, sorry, camera video of yourself. And then, you know submit that video to other comedy clubs or you know other shows comedy festivals like you're gonna get a lot of use out of that thing so i totally agree with you there are very very you know inexpensive versions and even if you're not going to use the backdrop like then you're right worst case scenario just upload that uh you know like a background whether it's a brick you know like a cool background or whatever you know like and commit oh it's not only uh, what we're we're talking about. Mm-hmm. With a lot of it is aesthetics. Yes. But it's also look, you could you're a comic. You can do whatever you want. So you know mm-hmm. the type way I'm giving this advice. If a comic was even listening to this, right? You know, there's going to be someone that comments on the for on the formula and is fucking hilarious. And 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 of course I'm not saying don't do that. Whatever yeah. that comedian does, Rory Scovel, Andy Kindler, whoever it is, James Adomian, commenting on the format. You can make itself. fun of any room right. anywhere. Yeah. But don't do it they're gonna do it and make it hilarious and then there's just doing going oh is anybody look it should be becoming somewhat faux pas to go it doesn't mean you can't do it at all sometimes right. you lose your footing i get it i'm talking to myself too try not to just overdose on oh is any, i don't even know if anyone's laughing or i don't even uh well what's going mm-hmm. get some get, get we know we know it's it's a little different and, right. and and all i'm saying is don't i'm not saying don't do it at all i'm saying limit the amount you do it that's yeah. a, that it so that's another thing that's literal thing that start because these shows if it's done right uh, uh, uh visual and then you know stepping it up a little you know there's why would it be so weird to hear someone talk about the show you produce would this be such a weird thing mm-hmm. to hear someone talking to someone going oh you know i started to watch blah 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 show they do a show every, 
really feels pretty much like close to stand-up the other night. I yeah. really got my dose of... And they were all in their own homes, two feet away. They could have been in front of a sofa. They could have been with light pouring in the room. But just because whoever produced it put the cry out. The effort. To really, you know. And by the way, three book lights would work if you wanted to do it in a pitch dark room and find, and, and hang a hang a handkerchief, like, you know, a bandana behind yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And put your head in front of it with three book lights. If you, and you're creative, and you've, if, even if you want to sit, but I recommend, and then, Second up from that, I only know because a friend of mine did it. This is, you have a little bit of money, and again, without a mic is fine. With a fake mic, if that makes you feel good, that's cool. Just with a like we said, clean background. Yes. Just you, beautiful. But uh, he was saying for his own pacing, and it helped. And he had a little bit. He bought a cheap amp. It was like seventy-five, eighty dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. He, he goes, I had a mic, so the one mic that came with it was shitty. But I just used my real, like regular mic and plugged it in. He goes, I'll have to admit, I do like doing it. I go, yeah. It's, 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 you don't have to feel stupid wanting to, even if you're in your house doing it for a phone, because it is inclination and, and it's injection and, you know, the, the tone and you use the microphone and you use the volume. It, it looks, it's normal. It makes sense that you would feel comfortable doing it. I totally you know? agree. And I, this is, this is another funny thing. I spent, uh, you know, going off what your friend said, I bought a mic stand for $40 don't didn't need it don't i don't need that mic stand for anything the feeling of in the middle of a set adjusting the mic stand or even leaning. you know like you're doing yeah fucking yes yes holding on to it leaning against it like you used to on stage and stuff and it's it's not just a comfort thing and a sentimental thing it gives you it it'll bring your comedy you know because when you do these things you want to fucking learn about what your goddamn you want to do as close to stand-up as possible both emotionally but also productive wise where if you're working on new bits you want them to be as good as possible so when you can get in front of a real audience, they're as close to where they need to be and then you can workshop it. So if you're comfortable, the, the more comfortable you are, the better the bit and the more you're going to learn about it. So if you're more comfortable just leaning on the mic stand, fucking with it, whatever you're doing, then that's productive. You know, like and that's for the practicality in a vacuum. I, I can hold a microphone. I don't need a micro like a mic stand to do it for me. It's just familiar and normal. It's let me tell you something, Blake. I love it. Yeah. Because we've given advice from ground level. Don't, right. Don't even have a dollar, and and and, you, and that could be amazing. Mm -hmm. And then these little different things, because a lot of people that don't do it do have the money. Right. We know people that are even have you know are very very. Well, oh, yeah. That are still, you know, just not why or does it look, you know, does it look stupid to or try? Just not try right, exactly. Yeah. And let me tell you something. And the reason I'm being so strict, especially to stand ups, are mm -hmm. look, I don't like to do more than stand up. That's what I like. I don't like going in auditions. Right. I, but so I always think, so I should at least be giving 100% to stand up. Because if someone goes, well, what do you like? And I would go, I like, honestly, how could I make my living? And this truth, this yeah. is a truth question. Oh, I just want to do stand-up. If I could be someone that toured around, they, you know, whether it's like Lewis Black, he did interstitials on The Daily Show. Right. Those interstitials let him tour around on a tour bus and do like thousand-seat theaters. That's a great, I love that. He, that's not a lot of work. I, the yes. less work it would take, to me that would be better. If, if someone says, yeah, but what about if you could have your, your, your it would be your show. Wouldn't that be the ultimate? No. The least amount of time on a, in, a, on a, in a big mm -hmm. format, 
to get a big audience. That's all I want. I want to be doing stand-up, like Brian Regan. Just you right. know. So, so, um, so, so if somebody goes, okay, now knowing that, how hard do you try at stand-up? I go, I know I should try more, but I don't. Well, what the fuck are you here? What else are you doing? So that's what's what, taking you right. away from it. <laughs> so this is to every stand-up. That goes, I don't want to act, or I don't want to, like, they go, this is to you. They mm -hmm. go, well, then, the, the advice we just gave, you should at least be doing that. Embracing it, because let me tell you something, and I really do believe this. The while you're working, at what level you're working at now, and again, I'm just talking stand-up, so I'm not being like a shitty motivational speaker. No. And I'm also relating that I'm like you, if we are the same some people are all over the gambit, but if you're a serious stand-up, you go, no, I want to, even that, like, you can act I make a lot of money in acting, but you still go, no, I wanna, I'm want to. i a stand-up. And I know those actors. They're making a lot of money acting, but they're also, some stop doing the stand-up a little, but I know some that, no, they're fucking stand-ups. Mm -hmm. They never let go of it. They constantly are getting up on stage, and they, they keep that stand-up tool sharp. So this is to you, too. But you go, I consider, your, I consider myself a stand-up, or that's all I want to do. Whatever level you're operating during the pandemic, when when it ends mm -hmm. when it ends yes no matter what you do it's gonna get more once this is over it's everybody's gonna even someone that's doing nothing now let's say you're literally doing nothing you're not doing any zoom shows you're going crazy you're complaining you hate it you did one zoom show right. but that's what you do sort of during the pandemic and you had money somewhere else and you didn't really so when it's over if it could be eight six months from now let's say it fucking we're seeing amazing days. Six months from now, we're like, oh, my God, I thought this day would never come. And you're going to have to look back and you and you go, yeah, I did two Zoom shows. I complained a lot. And you go, OK, when it's over, I'm not you're going to do more. You're going to start performing. I agree. So even for the person that's doing nothing, yes, you're going to once it's over, some things will return. But mm -hmm. at the same speed and the same productivity that you had during it. So imagine if you're doing things during it. Yeah. Of course, then when it's over, of course it's going to pick up. Why not have it get crazy? Go, wow, I really... So whatever level you're working at now, yeah, if you do nothing, yeah, I mean, it could come back. You're going to... Some things will come back. But why not do it at a speed now that's getting on stage as much as you fucking can? And we just gave you some good, clean... Mm -hmm. doable not any tony robbins can't take it to effect bullshit <laughs> this is tangible put your fuck and you know what you sometimes when those cliches come out but that's put your fucking money where your mouth is type of a comment mm -hmm. or you can figure out why everything we said was wrong and we don't get it and you why you're not doing it or you can just go fuck they're right and i always say this shit too because i would love to inspire somebody a comedian to go you know what i did hear that and it did make me get out of that get out of that rhythm oh my god i was in the podcast suck i was oh my god thank you it's a slippery slope right. and thank you thank you for fucking slapping me out of it people do not do drugs because they don't feel good okay the reason you slip into complacency and complaining is because it feels good because it means the work isn't on your part and it feels good to have excuses it feels good but sometimes you got to slap yourself out of it and go, what the fuck? Get on stage. Stop making excuses. Everybody up their game. And I, th I, I think, you know, it's you're going to really thank me on the other end of this. Yeah, I think that was very succinct and very smart. And then 
This is a little different, but uh, going off of what you said about the you know the people being always talking shit on the Zoom show right away, and it and it goes to the same thing about talking shit on a room where if you can do it in a cool, creative way that that's often self-deprecating as well. I think works too. Where you know where are you punching? Are you punching at you know the the people who've tried really hard, but you're just in an outdoor space, or you know like like what are you punching at? You know. Um, some of the best advice I've ever gotten was from, uh, this guy, Rick Jenkins. He's a comedian and the uh, owner of the comedy studio in Harvard square. And, uh, it was an advice about, and I think this relates to what you said, Todd, about, um, saver lines, you know, when like you do a joke, it doesn't work and you acknowledge it. We are like, uh, like I'm doing the most basic version of it right now where you just go, Oh, well that sucked. And you get a laugh the first time I would say nine times out of 10, if you're at a in a room, you're or something more creative than like oh it doesn't work the way I wanted it to. You get a you get a laugh. However, if you do it more times than that, then the joke is not oh like my joke didn't work. Now you're just the guy with who doesn't have any jokes that work. <laughs> you know what I mean? So the more you're like oh oh I guess that one sucks. It's like yeah, but I, I I think all of them have so far. And by the way, I'm not saying like if you're a bad comedian. Maybe you're a great comedian or, you know, like you're just starting out. You're a really funny person. And just it just so happens the first say you have 10 jokes. The first three weren't great, but the next three were going to work because you were like, oh, God, that didn't work either. Oh, Jesus, that one sucked. The audience isn't going to believe that you're good anymore, even if you're great, because you've made fun of yourself too much. Does that make sense? Like, did I did I say that in a yeah, smart yeah. way? Where, um, I think, um, yeah, too many saver lines doesn't do you any uh, any good. Also, use it once or twice. Yeah. Also, the people that um uh the uh, the the, the I th- I'm talking about a different level than you. Like mm-hmm. when you get nervous and you just comment on how sucky it is and you feel it like right. It, but um, it are the problem with I've seen comedians like even seasoned comedians that that they do that a lot. They have these go to lines for the jokes, and I go. Well, that only works if the crowd only sees you once. Go, because it is funny if you you had a yes. thought, it didn't turn out. Yes. Like, that's okay. Yes. You go, that oh, didn't go out great. You go, oh, but he still decided to do it the next three times I saw him. Right, right. Oh, God. Anyway, so be positive is what we're trying to say. That's so true. So we're talking about Mike Carosa. God damn it. God, you're good. Mike Carosa. So anyway, he has a new album, I've heard. He does. And his first? His first. Good for him. I'm going to unplug this. And this is Mike Carosa from Montreal. Yes. Yeah, the nicest guy. We were talking about right. that's what we're here for. And, and I'm going to plug my phone in. Aristotle's going to play this in post. But I hope I'm hope, uh, you you have the headphones on, don't you? I do. Thank you. Hold on. So I'm going to go to his um These are actually earmuffs with wires in them. They're they're heated earmuffs. Okay, and I don't want this to be <laughs> Okay, so listen, this is the opening. Yeah. This is Mike and the opening of his new album. You ready? Yes. I, I'm jealous. I'm excited. And I can't overset it up. Man, I wish I had a clean way to get into this next bit. I don't quite know how to do it. Uh, let's see what'll work. Segways! Segways! Anybody need a segway? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'd love a segway. Segways for sale! Segway for sale. I'd love segway! It. Can I have a segway? Yeah. 
I'll take a $5 segue. Thank you. Okay, thank you very much. Okay. Already, I'm like, ah! Oh, I'm so jealous. Of, that's right. so funny. Seg- that's right up my alley. Ah, folks, I wish I had a segue for this, but I really don't. Maybe I'll just talk about it. I don't know what else I can do. Segways! I'm going to listen to that. I, I'm go- I am. I'm going to, too. It's hilarious. I wonder where I th- he recorded it. I thought, does it look bad that I literally didn't listen to the whole thing? I feel like that's I'm, a compliment. I think I think it is. I'll tell you why. Because it reminds you how little, like I said, I already said it, how little it takes to figure out something. Yeah, you know. And I and I wanted to tell him that, like that. I think like that's like that may like I liked that he was funny. I was excited that he was funny, and and that's all it took. That's really what it was. Because he's so nice, and you don't know like what someone's standup's going to be. Sometimes people are super nice, but are, as soon as I hear that joke, I go, "Of course he's fucking hilarious." Right, right. Because he. Great. Congrats to Mike Carosa. Yeah. Yeah. So go. It, uh, I, I think the, the, the fear of listening to anything, if someone goes, oh, you got to watch this. If you know you're going to be engaged, they're the things you're glad. You're like, I'm actually glad I watch it. You're afraid that you won't be, but you will be. Plus, he's a nice guy. And he's, and he's been a little bit in the dumps lately. That's right. Because his, his fake cow died. Uh, and apparently... Well, as funny as that Segway bit was, he put all of his family's money into Segways. He into bought segways. too many of them. Yeah. yeah. So, which is and sad. That's, and that's the backstory. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're going to talk about next week. Yes. That's his, a tease. Okay, I'm going to throw some love. Carter. Now, I don't know if you follow this. This uh, He's a comedian. Hmm. Um, but and I, I don't, and I don't, I don't want to say his name wrong. There's nothing like when you're trying to say something nice, then you say the name wrong. You sound like, you sound right. horrible. Yes. But Carter... It's H-A-M-B-L-E-Y. H-A-M-B-E-L-Y. Hambly. Carter what? Hambly? Carter Hambly. It's at Carl Hambly. Well, um, a friend of mine said, did you ever, did you just see something he he tweeted? So I was like, I went and followed him. And uh, and I looked at one thing and I was, I'm not going to try to repeat it, but it was really funny. Yeah. And then he tweeted something out a few days later and it was like, you know, like it, you can just hope, like, oh, he's if this is this is how funny he is in his tweets, then he must. I would like to see his stand up. Right, right. And uh, and and then I thought, you know how it's like, like he's he's so funny on these uh, the tweets. They really make me laugh. That you think, oh, you'd want to hang out with this person. Like mm-hmm. he'd be a fun comedian that be on the road, and you you're at a comedy club somewhere, and the other act on the show ends up being like fun to hang out with. That's the, t- the he makes me uh, think nice. he'd be that type of comedian. Well, congrats, Carter. You have some road work ahead of you, apparently. Well, he passed away. <laughs> oh fuck! Never yeah, mind. Drop the fuck yeah, dead. I'll take it. It's one of his fans <laughs> didn't like his bit. That's terrible. <laughs> anyway, so I hope. Uh, <laughs> there you go. There you go. Anyway, what are you gonna do? Can All I play positive. something for you? Yes. Well, I, can you believe I even hooked the reverb up out here? I I yeah. can. And I love you so. Um, Can I tell you about, I think this is a bit that you would like. Yes. Um, so my girlfriend and I, when we were visiting my parents, we watched this Frank Sinatra documentary. It was like four hours long. And he's a person who uh, I, I knew, I know some of his songs. I knew he was a big famous person. Didn't know much about him at all. So now we have this bit where it seems to me, and I actually do like his songs, but... 
it not but and it seems like a lot of his songs he just talks about how everywhere is his kind of town <laughs> you know <laughs> so we have this bit basically where it's it's frank sinatra where he talks about chicago he goes ah chicago that's my kind of town and it's like all right chicago that's yeah. it's, it, was, it was cool back then he was like new york new york it's my kind of town yeah, it's like is. all right that makes sense but we were laughing about just if there were just parts, like just random cities that were shitty fucking cities, but he loves town so much. Frank Sinatra yeah. didn't care. Like, Silver Springs, Maryland, it gets the gold medal from me. It's my kind of town. <laughs> or, Slumpville, Illinois, <laughs> it's my kind of town. <laughs> San Antonio, to that I say yes, bro, because it's my kind of town. Schleppsville, Cleveland, it's my kind of town. Springfield, I will not yield, because green means go, it's my kind of town. <laughs> Nova Scotia. I say uh. yes, sir, because it's my kind of town. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> he loves towns, this guy. I was just trying to think of not even real towns, but there's no way that oh, he loves oh, that town. Oh, like, no, they always yes. have high populations. Mm -hmm. If you go, Schlempsville, it's my kind of town. <laughs> and then you look it up, you go, well, it's, yeah, it's a, there's like 80 million people. There. Yeah. So he like, does why? concerts there. Right, right. Exactly. Oh, they pay him. Yeah. Does he ever talk about a town? Does he ever go, hold on, you know, even Philadelphia, I hope it burns to the ground. <laughs> I mean, and then you look it up, they shorted him on his money. Yeah, anything, it's all personal. <laughs> right. It's all personal. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, Blake, we're going in for the close. It just goes, it it's goes great. quick. Can you do a kazoo? I have a, of course. Do you want to do a, a... Yeah, let me reach in the old kazoo okay, box. Okay, now you want to hear, I'll see if I Watch can guess mouth. the song you're, you're, you're... Yes. Try to make it easy on me. Uh -huh. Do you know how to use a kazoo? And I know that sounds funny. A lot of people can't use one. <laughs> Can I tell you? No. <laughs> okay, I think you have to you hum. Oh yeah. You can't breathe. You can't blow. You have to breathe into it. If you go, you won't do it. But if you go, you have to hum like. Oh, that's the uh, Egyptian song. <laughs> that, that was. That, yeah. it, is that what you would have called yes. it? The title of well, it? Well, no, but I knew you knew it. It's like. Da -na 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 I knew, I knew okay. it was that. All so, right, let me, let me okay. This. Now, so anyway, here's here's what we'll do. We'll have a. Do you like Do you like to have a um, a contest? Yes. Okay. So here's what we'll do. Life's a competition. Do uh, let me just get the closer ready. That way, I won't have to think. I don't want to think anymore. You know, I've done enough thinking mm -hmm. in my day. I've done enough thinking. Okay. So we'll do. Okay, we'll do a little. Uh, we'll do a little. You do a song, and then I'll do a song, and we'll and we'll let the we'll let the people tweet at us whose was better. Okay. I, I hate to put it, put, uh, pit us against each other. Hey. But it's a little fun competition. This is uh, this is the life we've signed up for. Fair and square, no tricks. No tricks. Blake, pinky, Todd, pinky square. Pinky square. Extra uh, handshake. Extra handshake. Tons of good uh, smiles. Tons of good smiles. No finger crosses. Nope. 
No finger crosses. And we, uh, we no finger crosses. I'm all. I'm in all. I'm and all. I'm a notary, so I'm stamping. Oh, yeah. I and I brought my goddamn stamp because I don't leave home without it, and I'm stamping this paper. Thank all you. All right. We're not messing around. Okay. It's my go. favorite song. No. Tr- no. Well, wait, wait. Did I? What did I say? No cheating. Take back everything I said. To George Stephanopoulos. No, maybe truth. <laughs> oh, okay. <Because laughs> we'll see. You'll see why, we'll, we'll you'll see why everything I say wouldn't have made sense because right. what I'm doing is going to do that. And I don't even mind telling you. I'm about to. Okay, so here we go. So you'll do a Can song? I tell you something? I'm not confident that I'm going to use this correctly. Okay. You'll, there are no but I'll right make or wrong sounds. ways. Like, try to do something. Oh, that's fine, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So anyway. Uh, you'll do a song, I'll do a song, and then we'll have a little fun, little mm-hmm. fun game, and we'll let the audience tweet okay. at us. You know, uh, on the on the kazoo off. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, great, the sentiment is great job, both guys, but I got to give the kazoo off to Blake and, Wexler. Great or job, Todd Glass. Bo- great job, both guys, but I have to give the kazoo off award of the year to Todd Glass. Whoever you want, it's okay. a good energy. Little fun, little haha. Yeah. What can you do with a song? What can you do with it? Okay, so you go first, and then I'll go. So this song that I'm about to do, mm-hmm. uh, they normally, you know, as a comedian, you want to close with your strongest thing. Yeah. But I'm going to come out with my. This is my. This is I. This is my strongest song that I'm going to do, and this is the song that I'm going to play. Uh, I mean, this might be too personal, but my uh, my girlfriend and I's first dance when we get married. Oh. This is going to be the song, and we've talked about it. So here it is. Okay. Okay, that was good. Let me try. Let me try a little something. I'd love to. Okay, cool. Now right, this so everyone, song, this was good. I like that you added a little tambourine in there. It was real. That was really, really good. Thank you. Um, this song, I believe, is a classical. And that's at your wedding. You're gonna have that as your. That's our first dance. Oh, okay. So it's got there's a little story behind there. Now this one is what we'll walk down the aisle to. This, I believe, is Johann Sebastian Bach. It's classical. Oh. You know, um, for you know the music snobs, obviously, uh, you'll recognize this one. Here it is.
Oh, come on, Blake. That God. is disgusting. That's how I Blake. end songs. Okay, folks. Swear to God, uh, Todd, I'm not a sound. No, effect. don't draw attention That's to disgusting. this. That's disgusting. It's not my Blake, fault. No, call don't draw attention, attention to, this. to it. I'm going to vomit over here. No, I can't go in the house. What am I supposed oh, to do? Oh, my God, Blake. Todd. Folks, I swear to God. Hold on, let me, let me, I I'm have to, swear no, to God. I want to cut that. a hole in this chair. That is what you're making me sick. <laughs> I'm going to cut a hole in this sick. chair. Todd, it's not my fault. Stop. Blake. Blake. Stop I'm talking about it. Stop talking about it. Stop Stop the podcast. Yes. Stop the podcast. Stop the podcast. Stop it, Blake. Oh, Blake God stop. damn it. Sorry, it stopped. Blake, not, come on. Blake, you're killing me. Oh, dude, God. No, dude, sorry. I'm not giving Aristotle I'm all trying. these edits. Mm. I'm going to stop. I will stop the I'm podcast. I'm not doing anything. Okay, Why are you folks. drawing attention? So you understand with perspective. Stop talking about it. I swear to the God that governs the Lord, that governs <laughs> the planet. Stop talking about this it. This is not. Blake, you're making me sick. <laughs> Shit. Blake, you're shitting all over. I, I don't oh mean God, to. Blake, you, think, you, you think I wanted to place. come over tonight and shit all over your goddamn place? Can't you at least apologize? Why are you acting like you're what, the normal Why? One? Why? Because I'm sick? You're sick. I'm this so is sorry. I'm so sorry because I'm sick. I know. If I thought you were... Oh, really God. A... I'm sorry. I'm th- like, I, did, I did think I it was over. I would have more love if you had a colostomy bag that broke. I would have empathy and do nothing but help you I'll... and make you feel comfortable. What? In this economy? This is, you not, want to apply this a... is not that. You, you have, you, you're fine and you're... Stop. Walk away at least. Todd, I was, uh, to you're, be honest. You're sitting there in pride uh, for I'm, I'm, I'm not in pride right now. I was leaving a Trader Joe's and they're like, would you like one more colostomy bag? It's 10 cents. And I said, no. You wasted. You oh, so beautiful. God. Not, oh, God. Please stop oh, it. Oh, Jesus Christ. You know what? I'm Ow. not. Oh, that is the Ow. most disgusting thing I've ever heard in my entire Ow. life. You took a good. Blake. Yo, it hurts. It hurts. Blake. It doesn't. You think this you feels took, good? You, I'm in a living hell right now. Ow! Oh, stop that! I stop! Ow! No, no, please stop! That. I don't want I'm to stop. I don't show. want to. No, I'm no, no! I'm not going to edit stop. this out. Stop! Stop! Oh fuck! Stop! Stop! I'm talking to my ass right now, not you. Stop! Oh, that's bad. That's that's worse. Oh Jesus! I Todd, I have to go. I have to go. I, I've I have 50 other pairs of pants in my car, and I have to go put on one of them. <laughs> No. Well, everybody, (laughs) this was a fireside chat. (laughs) Thank you. That was it. That was... Oh, my God. I think I'm just prolonging the podcast because the longer I do it, the more you have to stay. That's right. You know, but... That is the only thing. That was fun. That was a fucking blast. God, that was great. And, uh... I'm so sorry for what happened with my stomach earlier. Comedy's back. Yeah, we're going to kazoo you out of here, baby. It's you I like It's not the things you wear Not the way you do your hair 
But it's you I like The way you are right now The way down deep inside you Not the things that hide you Not your toys They're just beside you But it's you I like Every part of you Your skin, your eyes, your feelings Whether old or new And I hope that you'll remember Even when you're feeling blue That it's you I like It's you yourself It's you It's you It's you I like Network.